0: Bed dumb shit, goddamn motherfucker! When I go driving, I stay in my lane! We're getting cut off, it makes me insane! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rogue Rage. I am Keith D'Souza. This is the Vegas episode. This is, uh,. An exciting episode. It starts out with me driving to Vegas after a show in L.A. And I'm going to Vegas on vacation and not doing comedy. I am seeing three nights of the Disco Biscuits and one night of Fish. And yeah, those are hippie jam bands, and I know a lot of you will make fun of me. And if you want to send me hate mail, KeithD33 at gmail. But I'm not embarrassed. I like... I love the Disco Biscuits. I do come to a realization about fish later on in the episode. But um, I'm not embarrassed for liking those bands. And this is a great episode because, you know, once once you're in Vegas, there's a lot of things that can enrage you. And sure enough, that happened. But um, first of all, I I just want to thank everyone who's been listening. I've been getting some great feedback on Road Rage. Um, I'm sorry I can't post episodes regularly, but I don't always get road work like that. My most demanding fan actually is SoundCloud. That's the website I post the podcasts on. I know you might be listening through it through iTunes, but SoundCloud is the website that hosts all the podcasts. So I get emails from them saying things like, Hey, great job, but why don't you keep the momentum going and post more episodes? Well, SoundCloud, I would love to do that, but I don't always get road work like that all the time. So thank you. Thank you so much, SoundCloud, for reminding me that my comedy career is in the fucking toilet. Really appreciate that. But um, there's going to be more episodes of Road Rage. I have some good road work coming up in the next couple months. Uh, I'm not going to get into details about that until the dates are locked down, but there should be some good future episodes of Road Rage with... Hopefully a really great guest, Um, but before that, this is the Vegas episode, and I think it's a good one, but before we get into this Vegas episode, this is the first ever Road Rage where we have advertisers, so please take a brief moment right now and listen to a word from our sponsors. Are you tired of the same old underwear? Well then, I am here to tell you that there is a new way. You can go to my undies and buy my underwear. That's right. Keep these used underwear. You can buy directly from me for an inflated price. Will it be thirty-five dollars? Will it be five hundred dollars? It's up to you. You set your price, but nothing less than thirty-five dollars for my undies. And every pair of underwear that I sell, I promise will be. The most used underwear I have in my collection. Right, that's right. The most overused drawers in my drawer. I will sell to you. That's the key D promise right there. The these underwear are used so much. The elastic is all stretched out. It doesn't even falling off me when I try to put it on. I have to use the belt to keep my fucking underwear on. That's how stretched out the elastic is. But I will sell that to you for anywhere between 35 and $500. And just go to MyUndies.com. Actually, don't even go to MyUndies.com. Just send me an email at KeithD33 at Gmail. And, uh, or you can hit me up on Twitter at RealKeith30. But, uh... Also, kt 33 at gmail is my PayPal, so you can just send me directly money on PayPal, and I promise you, I will send you my undies. So, why keep wearing the same underwear every day? You know, the first thing that you put on every morning, and the last thing you take off every night, what is it? It's your motherfucking underwear. So why not make it special? Make it keyt undies at my undies. Alright, we're back here. I am in Nevada. I have a weed pipe on my possession. Just smoked weed. And I'm on my fucking cell phone recording this shit. And recording Snapchat. So, let's hope I don't get pulled over. Even though it'll be good for the podcast. Don't want to get pulled over with weed in the front seat. My breath smells of weed. The car reeks of there's really potent marijuana at a fuck that I picked up at this weed dispensary in LA. And um driving to fucking Vegas. I just called the venue. The disco biscuits don't play till 1015. And it is currently 6.39. Almost 7 o'clock. So I got three hours before the biscuits play, and I'm about an hour away from Vegas. And I'm headed to the home of uh, Sam and Emily Talon. Sam Talon, host of uh, the Half Hour Prophecy. Sam Talon's Half Hour Prophecy podcast. He's a fucking great comic. He's on the road right now. But him and his wife Emily have graciously allowed me to crash at their house um, while I am seeing these bands that they probably think is shitty. But, yeah, I'm not going to put words in their mouth. But, uh, you know, Sam Town comes from the punk rock scene. And uh, punkers don't usually like uh, jam bands. But uh, he's really open-minded dude. So maybe he does. <laughs> maybe he does like fish. <laughs> I, uh, I doubt it, though. But uh, anyway, I'm fucking... If you hear that music in the background, that is... The Disco Biscuits! I'm fucking seeing this band tonight, baby! Let's take a fucking zone out here. Smoke some sativa weed, so I'm all hyped up. Oh shit, I'm passing Death Valley! Or the exit to get to Death Valley. Death Valley! Hell yeah! be seeing that tonight folks (laughs) if you haven't already checked out of the podcast (laughs) I don't get why people hate on jam bands alright they have great musicianship and uh yeah the songs are really long but you you get fucking swept up into it alright I don't know man I guess most people have short attention spans it's fucking too dumb I'm just kidding I'm not saying if you don't listen to jam bands you're dumb But, uh, and I'm not saying if you have a short attention span, you're dumb either. I have a really short attention span. I don't think that means I'm dumb. I just think it, uh, means I have a lower capacity for learning shit, which maybe mean I'm dumb, but, uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to use this on the fucking podcast. alright? All right. I, I just don't want to waste the sativa high so I'm uh, I'm doing this right now, but I might not even put it on the Vegas episode. So much shit might go down. <laughs> if you're hearing this that means not a lot of shit went down later on in the episode. Well, I, I don't know maybe it's a two-parter huh Maybe the first ever road rage two-parter here when I go to Vegas. but you know I, it is part of my sober October so I'm not just gonna be getting shit face drunk like the last time I went to Vegas, and, uh, well, not the last time. Last time I went to Vegas was for punk rock bowling. And I did get pretty drunk, but, uh, I was sleeping in my car and stuff. I I wanted to have my wits about me. But, uh, the, the first time I went to Vegas... Not the first time, but... First time in my adult life that I went to Vegas. Earlier this year. 2016, big year for Keith D, man. Went to Vegas with a bunch of friends. That was a cool trip. And, uh... Luke Lockfield was there. Me and Luke got uh, drunk on the plane. Drinking vodka shooters on the way to Vegas. And, uh... I blacked out one night. And blacked out at the blackjack table. (laughs) And I guess I was winning. And Sam Talent was there too. And Sam and Luke were trying to pull me away from this blackjack table. Because I was just winning and cursing at the dealers. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) Just being the general jackass. <laughs> oh shit! There's a cop coming up here. Hold on. I, I might have to pause this. I, I'm gonna have to do this on the down low. Have to keep my fucking phone down low because the cop can't see. If the cop sees me with the phone, oh shit! I also gotta worry about my goddamn speed limit, motherfucker, because I don't want to get pulled over because I got a goddamn weed pipe on me. But goddamn, it, if I do get pulled over, I am gonna podcast the fuck out of this police. Hopefully, I'm not... I think I'm in Nevada already, which means the weed I have on me is illegal. But it's pulled over a truck right now. The motherfucker's pulled over a truck, and I'm going 71 miles per hour, and I believe 70 is the limit. So, uh... I'm gonna be careful here. Keep, uh... What the fuck was that? Oh, yeah. So, uh... I'm blackout drunk probably the first night there, or maybe the second night there. And I'm just fucking winning at blackjack apparently but I'm just cursing out the dealer and uh yeah I'm just being an asshole and uh they, they were trying to get me off the table and my other buddy uh Nirav who's my old friend from uh, high school high school days who um was in Vegas at the time and uh, I feel bad because I met up with him but I, I don't even remember I was blacked out so I don't remember this oh shit Oh, I thought that was a cop. Phew. God damn it. That guy was coming up on me with these bright ass lights on his SUV. And I thought it was a goddamn cop SUV. But I'm just fucking paranoid. as Balls. Because I'm on this fucking sativa. I I don't know what. I forgot what this weed is called. I'll check later. But not going to check right now. Because fuck that. I'm going to pull out the drugs. (laughs) As it's considered in this state. One state over, it's considered medicine. Although maybe... I think in Las Vegas... They do have medicinal marijuana... So... As long as I make it to Vegas... Without getting pulled over... I'll be good... I'll be fucking good... God damn it... But uh... So anyway... I'm fucking winning at the blackjack table... I just met up with my old friend... But... I was just fucking... Belligerent... Blacked out... Blackjack playing drunk... And uh... Sam and Luke had to pull me away from the table... And I woke up the next morning, first time in my life I've ever woken up after a blackout with more money than I had the night before. It's always the other way around. Always I wake up usually with no money left. You know, hope if if, if no cash at least, if I'm lucky I'll have some money in my bank account, but that's not always a guarantee after a KT blackout. But uh this time in Vegas, I woke up with more money. And I was genuinely confused. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was calling people. I was like, "Dude, do I owe you money? You <laughs> know, like, what the fuck happened? Did I borrow money from you last night?" Because like, I was like, D- what? "There's no way I could be up two hundred bucks." <laughs> I don't. I don't even remember gambling. You know what I mean? So, oh shit! All right fucking drop my phone here. That's how goddamn high I am. Drop my fucking phone into my lap, though. Saved it from going. If it went under my fucking car seat, I, I might have been dead, dude. Because I'm not going to let this goddamn podcast go to waste. I'm going to fucking try to save... I'm <laughs> accidentally have a chance, you know, hitting some fucking edges down there under my seat and then deleting this fucking gold. This... Almost nine minutes of podcasting gold. So I would have been... Oh shit, my ears are popping. It must be a higher altitude or something. I don't know. Maybe that's just the sativa. I don't know. Alright, it is medicine. But, um... It, well, it was medicine when I smoked it. <laughs> uh, maybe not. I think I might have been in Nevada when I smoked it. Anyway, my point is I wanted blackjack... The next day, at the when I was back in that casino, uh, I, I got recognized by other people who were on my table, who I don't even fucking remember. And they were all like uh, high fiving me and stuff. He said I was bringing good luck to the table and shit. And uh, he said I, they were winning while I was at the table, and then when I left the table, they went back to losing. So uh, you know, I, I guess it all turned out for the best. Ba- I did have to apologize to uh, those dealers who Luke pointed out. Who I was cursing out the night before, and uh, I had to apologize to them. I had to tip them an extra, you know, couple, couple green chips there. I don't know what I forget what color chips, but whatever. I had to tip them a couple five dollar chips there to uh, make up for all the cursing I did. But uh, you know what? By the end of that fucking weekend, they were up so. Who the fuck am I to uh, overtip and shit? Fuck them. Yeah, they do deserve to get cursed out. (laughs) Goddamn motherfucker. I'm not cursing out the dealer. I'm cursing out the goddamn casino. The fucking Donald Trump type character who owns the casino. And no, I'm not anti-Trump. I want to see Donald Trump win. Alright? I want to see Donald Trump win just so fucking when nothing changes. And, you know, four years later when nothing changes... After a four-year Trump presidency, everyone has to admit that the president is a fucking farce of an office, all right? It's the fucking face of the office. It's not who really governs the shit, all right? The president has no power. Oh, but they could uh, launch nuclear weapons keys. Donald Trump uh, is going to turn the keys the uh, nuclear target. Really? You fucking believe that? You're a fucking idiot if you think Donald Trump is going to start a nuclear war. Or if you fucking think Donald Trump is going to goddamn take a fucking... <laughs> is going to be a dictator. I hear people say, oh, he's going to be a dictator once he gets voted into power. You really think fucking 200 years or whatever the fuck it is, years of American democracy, is uh, going to get toppled by Donald fucking Trump? I don't think so. I also don't think he's going to nuke anybody, all right? He doesn't have the balls. <laughs> and his fucking hand is too small to press the fucking button. <sighs> Man, I wish that guy would be president. I know he's probably going to lose because the shit is rigged, but uh, I just want that shit to happen just so all the fucking haters can be like, all right, well, I guess it doesn't really matter who the fuck president is and all the fucking asshole haters. Who, who, Oh, fuck. Sorry. I'm in the fucking passing lane like a jackass. I apologize. See, Keith Deer always admits when he's on the wrong here on Road Rage and in life. All right? If I make a mistake, I'm the first to admit it. That's why I get so fucking pissed off when somebody else makes a mistake. I got some feedback from my last podcast, the Portland episode. Uh, that They said uh, maybe I was a little too mean to that lady at the fucking gas station. Who was just fuck? Who fucked me over... Didn't apologize... Tried to make it look like... I didn't know what the fuck I was doing... When she was on the wrong... The whole goddamn time... And then... Uh, but apparently I was too mean... And... Uh, but... Adam what was my fucking point? I, I forget... I forget what I was talking about... I know I could pause it... And then just rewind and re-listen to it... Which I'm, I don't think I might do because I'm on the fucking road right now, and, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to fucking do all that shit on my phone, which I'm recording this shit on. I do have a better voice recorder, but you know what? I like the fucking phone maybe a little better. I, you know, I, I just think it's, uh, easier, easier for me, but, uh, Maybe I'll try it with the other recorder. See if you guys like. Why the? What the fuck am I talking about? Who gives a shit? You fucking retard! Oh, let's get into technical details about uh, how you're actually recording this. podcast. What, what is this? A fucking podcast on how to podcast? You fucking jackass! I've seen that by the way. When uh, I, I was getting into like setting up my podcast and stuff, <laughs> I saw podcast to check out a podcast on how to podcast. look I love podcasts alright but I'm not that big of a podcast nerd that I'm listening to podcasts on how to fucking podcast who the fuck is listening to that but it got promotion it got you know promoted to me I, I don't know if my road rage shit is being promoted to people I don't know oh shit there's a car on fire holy fuck there was a goddamn car on fire the engine part of the car was on fire dude that is not an exaggeration. I am not tripping from the weed I smoked. That is something I legit just saw. Maybe I should call this shit in. But you know what? I'm sure plenty of people have already called it in. And that's a real problem. Too many people on se- have cell phones nowadays. They're all calling in and reporting the same shit to 911. Making the 911 operators' lines get all twisted and they can't get to all the calls. So I'm not going to report that. Also because I'm not a snitch. I don't fucking call 911 for shit. I don't know if reporting of fire counts as uh, snitching, but I'm not going to risk it. D ain't no snitch. So, anyway, I, that was fucking crazy, dude. I, I wish I got a goddamn picture of that. Or I've been Snapchatting instead of podcasting. But you know what? I can't be Snapchatting this whole fucking time, alright? I wish I could have done it justice. I could have uh, shown you guys this. Just imagine a car with its hood popped and then the fucking engine part and the popped hood part is on fire that is legitimately what I just fucking saw so uh, that was pretty cool man that's pretty metal I think that's a good sign for uh, gambling <laughs> I don't know I, I'm going to take that as a as a sign to bet on red <laughs> I'm going to bet all my money on red because fire is red no fire is not actually red it's more yellow but uh, fire trucks are red Fire truck will probably come and put that shit out. Man, that was fucked up. Holy shit. And I thought it was bad when my fucking tire got flat in LA. Oh, well, that was bad. But I handled it really well. Even David Borey, who was with me at the time, said uh, I handled it really well. I, I calmly got off the highway. And he was surprised that I wasn't freaking out. And you know what? I think maybe uh, podcasting... Might be the key to helping control my road rage. Or my, um... I don't know. That would be a cool breakthrough, huh? Well, this is fucking... Inside podcasting once again. Jesus Christ. Who the fuck cares, dude? Uh, I fucking... Will check in with you soon because... I'm gonna keep... Raging the Disco Biscuits while I drive to fucking Las Vegas here on Road Rage. Alright, welcome back to Road Rage. This is day two in Vegas. And boy, am I enraged. Thank God the Disco Biscuits fucking played one of the better shows I've ever seen them play. And um, it's helped ease my rage a bit. But uh, I'm not here to talk about the Biscuits. Because I know most of you don't give a shit. (laughs) So, to recap my day. uh, Today is Game 3. Of the World Series with the Chicago Cubs and the Cleveland Indians. Chicago Cubs are cursed. They haven't won in a hundred years. You already know that. The Cleveland Indians are cursed but not as bad. Always bet on the curse. I, well, I was originally gonna bet for the on the Chicago Cubs. I, I had, I was, I'm down to my last $110. I, uh, I want to save at least 50 for gas to get back to San Francisco, because <laughs> I don't want to be stuck in Vegas. Uh, at, so, um, I had about $60 to gamble with, and I was going to bet all $60 on the Cubs. Got to rip a fart right there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I bet um, $60. on. I was going to bet $60 on the Cubs, but the odds were shit so i uh I was gonna get like thirty dollars back if I won. If the Cubs won, I would have gotten thirty dollars back. So not even the amount of money I bet so uh I, I asked what well, what are the odds on Cleveland? It's two point five to one or so they told me it was two point five to one uh so i I decided that the Cubs odds are bad. I'm gonna bet on Cleveland. I bet forty dollars on Cleveland. So, uh, and it was a long shot, you know, The Cleveland was playing in Wrigley Field, so, uh, they were not the favorite, but I picked them because it paid out good, right, and, uh, the lady I placed the bet with at the fucking Tropicana, no, not the Tropicana, the Flamingo fucking hotel and casino, I... I go the first person I went to place the the bet originally on the Cubs. I go to this guy, this old white guy. I tell him I, I want to bet on the Cubs. He's like, Oh, are you sure you want to do that? You're only going to get paid out thirty dollars if the Cubs win." So um, he's like, "Oh, maybe you want to reconsider. Go go call a couple friends and uh, maybe you want to reconsider." Great fucking guy, right? Knows his fucking baseball. It's it's the World Series, all right. <laughs> so. Then when I'm ready to place my bet on Cleveland, uh, I go up to the counter, and I guess he's on his break, so they tell me to go to this fucking Korean lady, who I, I go, I and look, I, I'm not one of these guys who's like, if you don't speak the language, get the fuck out, all right? It's English in America, or build a fucking wall, no, all right? I want all people to come to America, it's great. Great for America, the more diverse people we get. And you know what? I don't give a fuck if you don't speak the language. If you don't speak English. That's fine. You can still live here, and you're probably going to have to do some job which involves manual labor, some kind of job without, you know, any communication in it. But that's what you're uh, you're risking by living in a country where you don't speak the main language. Or so I fucking thought. But at the goddamn Flamingo, At the fucking sports book, they hire some Korean lady who doesn't know fucking English and who doesn't even know what the fucking baseball is, all right? She didn't know what the World Series was. I'm like, okay, I want to place a bet on Cleveland in the World Series to win. And she go, oh, basketball? Just tell me number. The first thing when I go there, she says, just tell me the number. Well, I don't fucking know the number. I'm not a professional fucking gambler that I know how to read the goddamn sports book fucking numbers like that, alright, I'm I'm, I'm, be- I'm fucking betting on sports, not math, I don't know what the fuck those numbers mean, plus 120, minus 137, 2U, 40W, negative two. I don't fucking know what that means, alright, that's too much, I, I just expect though, when I go to a fucking sports book in Las Vegas, and I ask the lady, what I just want to place a bet, on Cleveland to win in this game, game three of the World Series. I expect her to place that fucking bet for me. <laughs> All right? But uh, she didn't know what the World Series was, so uh, she's like, uh, basketball, basketball? And I'm like, no, it's it's uh, baseball, MLB. MLB, baseball, the World Series. And at that point, I wanted to go... To uh, another part, like another line, and just wait for this fucking white guy so I can place my bet. But I'm like, no, look, she, uh, she told me, oh, baseball, okay. Cleveland to win, she told me the odds, so it, it seemed like she fucking understood me. <laughs> right? So uh, I placed the bet on Cleveland to win. I, I don't look at my ticket because I, I don't know how to read those fucking tickets. I'm not a professional gambler, I'm an unprofessional gambler. That's why. It, I, I lose more bets than I win. That's why when I win a fucking bet... Well, I, I, I'm jumping forward here. I'm jumping ahead. So I place the bet. The game starts about an hour later. I, I'm watching part of the game, but then I have to go see Fish. I had tickets to see Fish, the band, the hippie jam band. So I go see Fish... Um, while the game is still going. It's like the 7th inning of the game when Fish goes on. So I'm just looking at my phone. Looking at the fucking uh, play-by-play thing on MLB.com. And uh, fucking Cleveland wins. By one fucking run. And I'm, fuck and that was the highlight of the Fish show for me. Honestly, uh, this is... Uh, I don't think I like Fish anymore. I, <laughs> this was first time I saw them like completely sober. I wasn't even drinking, you know, because I had to drive, and uh, I only smoked weed, and that was before the show even started, because I was scared to bring weed into the MGM Grand fucking show, uh, theater or whatever, fucking arena, MGM Grand Arena, because I was told that they are very strict security, although when I got there, the security wasn't strict at all, (laughs) they didn't even pat me down. So uh I could have easily brought my weed and my pipe with me, but I didn't. So I smoked weed before, and uh, I gotta say, I was really bored. I think there's only about 20 fish songs that I really like, and they have like hundreds of songs, so, uh, you know, every time I see them, I maybe see three or four songs that I really like, and the rest of the time, I'm just bored. I don't think I'm gonna see fish anymore, you guys, and I, I know that's a shocker to some some of you... <laughs> But uh the rest of you don't give a fuck and you're like, yeah of course you're not gonna see fish. They fucking suck. No, you know what? I there's a time I really like them and I like a lot of their live recordings, um, especially 97. So their stuff from 97 was really on point, but lately I've just been getting bored. I don't recognize a lot of the songs and I get bored. So I'm not, I'm not gonna pay money to see fish again, but uh, or pay good money to see fish. you know, I, I'll get like a $20 ticket. You know, but yeah, I'm not paying fucking sixty dollars. I'm not waiting in that fucking lottery line that they have you wait and keep clicking refresh until the tickets go on sale, and then you're put in a it's a fucking clusterfuck of a system. And I'm glad to not have to be a part of that anymore because I'm not going to see fish live that much anymore. Anyway, um, so. I, I, I'm fucking ecstatic i I'm like, all right, I want all my fucking gambling money that I lost in the last two days back that was I, I would have won a hundred dollars on that forty dollar bet i'm- fu- I'm already spending the money in my head you know so uh because I only have at this point uh like f- fifty or so dollars because I spent some of that money on eating and uh I gotta leave 50 in my bank account for fucking gas to get home. So, I, I'm just like, awesome. I, that's 190 more dollars that I have. Because the, the original 40 plus the 100. I was fucking stoked. And then, in between the fish and the biscuits show. Because after the fish show, the biscuits played. So, in between the fish and the biscuits show. Before I went into the disco biscuits. I go back to the Flamingo Hotel. To cash my fucking... My winning ticket. My winning sports bet ticket. And what do you know? I hand it to them and they go... Oh, the results for this aren't in yet. You're going to have to wait. I'm like, aren't in yet? The game ended three hours ago. How could that be? And then she goes and checks it again. And the ticket says basketball on it. But I didn't know that was the fucking bet. I didn't even look at my ticket when I made the bet. All right? And I wouldn't have even known how to read the ticket. I, maybe the basketball is just something they're advertising. I don't fucking know. I don't even know what the fucking numbers mean, all right? So I hand it back, to, and then uh, they bring out the manager, and she goes, Oh, you know what? Uh, this, is, this hasn't happened yet. This is for a Cleveland Cavaliers game in June of 2017, eight months away. <laughs> You're going to have to wait eight months. Before you know the results of that ticket. And I'm fucking furious at this point. I'm like, hey, are you fucking kidding me? I clearly told her the World Series of Baseball, Cleveland. What, what the fuck do I have to do here? What, what am I? And, uh, she's like, oh, you're gonna have to go to the sports book tomorrow and straighten it out. So that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow, bright and early. And I will be podcasting that. <laughs> because, uh,. It is going to be fucking... I, I, I'm i incensed. I want that fucking Korean lady fired. Or at least moved to somewhere where she doesn't have to take fucking bets on sports she doesn't even know. Are you fucking kidding me? You work at a sports book and you don't know what the World Series of Baseball is? What is that fucking interview like? What, what is that fucking sports book interview like? Oh, yeah, are you uh fully clothed? You got shoes on and a shirt on you're hired you don't need to know a lick of english to get this fucking job where you're dealing with people placing bets all the fucking time in english oh i'm sure it's in fucking korean shit too because there's a lot of fucking asian gamblers but i think the majority of the motherfuckers who are going place sports bets are goddamn speaking english there all right i don't fucking know the fucking uh, what number to tell her yeah if I knew the number it would be easier but you gotta expect some fucking newbies showing up to the sports book just asking to place a fucking straight bet on a team to win so that's what I guess um, we can look forward to, to well for you it's coming up in seconds on Road Rage for me I'm gonna be fucking fuming all night stewing on it, going over lines in my head to say, hopefully they give me the fucking money back on on the ticket, I bet, because, it, I mean, it's, the game is not for eight months, so hopefully I can at least return it and get some fucking, uh, my money back for that shit, dude, it's, so I'm gonna be arguing for that, because that is goddamn ridiculous, um, alright, so, uh, Back to the NPR voice. Until next time, this is Keith D on Road Rage. Hello, this is Keith D'Souza here. I'm just reminding you to check out my podcast, Road Rage with Keith D. Again, please check out the Road Rage podcast with Keith D. Now on iTunes, Bandcamp, and SoundCloud. Thank you. All right recorders on I am both I'm using two recorders to record this right now and I'm going to have them secretly in each of my shirt dickie shirt front pockets while I go into this casino and demand to know why the fuck they didn't place my bet yesterday on the Cleveland Indians and instead placed it on a basketball game happening in eight fucking months from now so Here's an undercover mission, right here on Road Rage with Keith D. Hey, Uh, so yesterday, yeah, right at this one, I placed this bet. I bet on uh, Cleveland Indians to win in their World Series game. That happened yesterday, and uh, the lady there, uh, it didn't seem like she even knew what baseball was because she's like, basketball? I'm like, no, no, uh, baseball, MLB. And There's nothing I, we can do once the bet's put on. It's up to you to make sure it's correct before you read the tickets. Right, country. I'm not a professional gambler. I don't know how to read I these know, tickets. I like, can't do anything now. It says Cavaliers on the tickets. I can't change it to the Indians after the night. All right, well, can I at least get this to like, put this on some other... you can't because it was put on the previous day. No bet that was put on the previous day can be ordered out. Dude, so I can't even take this ticket and even though the lines haven't changed. The the lines haven't changed though. Oh man, I you can play the audio back here? I know you guys like Alright. Well this game is happening in eight months from now, which I I guess the whole, people do that on games eight months from now. Why would I ever do that? I I would never do that. So, uh, can... It's against gaming regulations to all to that's been put on the previous day can't well, what about the gaming regulations that says when i make a clear bet that the lady was working here at the sports book will place the bet that i asked for oh man i know you guys audio record everything you know, here i know there has to be for security purposes you're telling me there's no audio I, I've seen that movie Casino. They have audio of everything. That's how they you know people are cheating on the tables. They have audio of everything. Come on. We can't I don't really st- t- t- understand. This game is happening in eight months from now. Why can't you just take it off and put it on something else that's happening today? If you it wasn't your ticket yesterday, I could have well when I came back here after the game ended, you get nobody was here. I went to the cashier. Well, yeah, I go to the cashier, they're like come back tomorrow. So, so what, what I have a three-hour window to realize what my ticket is wrong when I expect a professional working at who's taking the sports bet to make the bet I asked for I mean This is a $40 bet, man. Uh, You're acting like it's going to bring down your whole company here. Look, I'm sorry. Maybe I came on, maybe I'm a little upset. I'm not even asking for the money I would have won betting on the uh, uh, Cleveland Indians last night. I'm not even asking for that. I'm just asking can you take this bet that's not even happening now It's happening eight months from now a forty dollar bet to put on a-, a game today So I can at-, at least have gambling money today is what I'm asking you So you tell me I'm gonna have to eat almonds all the way until I my- get my next paycheck. That's what you're telling me? Can I speak to another manager, please? I can you yes. So then at this point, uh the fucking British guy, he goes back to talk on the phone to his manager and uh, or his director as he calls it, and uh Then some other gambler, an old gambler, he overheard this whole conversation. He comes up to me and uh, asks me what was happening, and I re-explain it. And then after that, the uh, original British guy who was telling me, There's nothing I can do about it. Once the bet is placed, there's nothing I can do about it. But So then I asked to talk to his manager, because that's what you have to do with these fucking people. And then he goes and talks to his fo- on his phone and then he comes back and well it turns out there is something he can do about it. Excuse me, is your ticket still alive? Yeah, it's uh from a game eight months from now. What is it? I-, I placed bet on um the World Series game yesterday. I thought I did. But uh, Oh they give you the fucking basketball give <laughs> me a basketball game eight months from now. Oh, oh. oh. I- <laughs> Like Cleveland and the World Series game today, and they won. And I'm just asking for like to put the money on a game that's happening today, like, so I don't have to wait. For it. Yeah. Okay. I'm here see, uh, you want to roll over the so for today? Yeah. I'm going to have to go through your uh, surveillance to see that it was you that put that on yesterday. Of course, yeah. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm wearing the sun. These are prescription sunglasses, so I'm wearing them in the- yesterday, too. So. Yeah, like, when, the first thing I got here, um, and I'm asking her, she's like, just tell me a number. Just tell me the number. I'm like, I don't know what these numbers mean. I'm not a mathematician. I'm just trying to battle sports here, you know? Three. And when you see a sheet, they okay. They have a number on the left-hand side. Yeah. That's the number you're supposed to call. So today it's gonna to be 903. Right, but then I, I don't know what these numbers mean here. And like, so does that mean I'm picking the Cubs, or I'm picking the Cubs to win, or just so 903 means I'm picking the Indians just right. to win? That's right. Okay. So that's what you want today. Yeah, yeah. And even if they win by one run, I'll get it, right? Yeah. That, I, yeah. See, I, I wish somebody had explained that to me yesterday, and then we could have made the bet. But it seemed like she didn't even understand what I was saying. Like, how do they get a job working a sports book when you don't even know what the sport is? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Right. Indians just to win tonight's game. Yes. Perfect. Indians. yeah! There we go. Thank you, sir Peter. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Oh, sure. And in, lies, right. Right. And, right. Right. and in the, and the end, it's like, i what I right. deserve. And for the moment's time, I wish I had a... Alright, and to wrap up Road Rage, that was a successful trip to Vegas. After all of said and done, I am up $60. That's right, at one point I was down to my last $20, and, and at the blackjack table, turned it all around, made it $200, and then my sports bet paid off because that fucking original bet that I made on Cleveland Indians didn't go through, and... Uh, we we all heard that audio. I don't know how clear it was. I'll go back and listen to it. But basically they were able to take the bet that she placed on this fucking Cavaliers game eight months from now. <laughs> they, they were able to change it to bet on the Indians again. <laughs> and the Indians won again game four. So I won that bet. Thanks to Andrew Holmgren for telling me that the... uh Indian starting pitcher would be up to facing the Cubs fourth string pitcher. And the game was basically a lock for the Indians. And I got um, better odds betting on the Indians than I would with the Cubs. So, uh, yeah. All in all, I came out of Vegas a winner. Not a lot of people can say that. So, you know what? I guess I am a professional gambler. That's right. So, until next time, Maybe I'll play a commercial right here, but, uh, thanks for listening to the Right, my city gonna set my soul, it's gonna set my soul on fire. got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up high. There's a thousand pretty women who win out there. They're all waiting, the devil may care, and I'm just a devil with a In the day, even if I ran at a speed, boy, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Hold oh, that black jacket program, the windmill. A portion money lost.